Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 8 Mysterious Snapshot. The next morning, the shoebox kids found Shorty cleaning out the horses' stalls. Can we go for another horseback ride today? Dee Dee asked. Shorty rubbed his chin. Well, I don't know, he drawled. Is there anyone else going today? Willie asked. If not, our parents said it was all right with them if you wanted to take us. No, I can't say as there's anyone else raring to go for a horseback ride today, Shorty said with a sly grin. Let me see. If you're all raring to go, what do you say to helping me get these stalls cleaned out? There are a couple of extra shovels leaning against the wall over there with the rest of the tools, and I've got an extra wheelbarrow out back. Great, Chris said. He looked around at his friends. Willie wrinkled his nose. Speak for yourself, he mumbled under his breath. Phew! Jenny held her nose. She sounded like an elephant with a bad cold. Dee Dee stared at her friends. She couldn't believe they were making a big deal about cleaning up after a few horses. Come on! You guys sound like a bunch of wimps. Haven't you ever had to clean up after your pets at home? I've had to clean up after Zack lots of times. Maria rolled her eyes. I think cleaning up after a horse is a little different than cleaning up after a little dog. Dee Dee looked at Zack and then at the horses. She started to laugh. I guess there is a big difference. Uh-huh, Shorty cleared his throat. I would like to bring up a very good point here that I want you all to consider. Dee Dee and the rest of the shoebox kids gathered around Shorty. Shorty was still rubbing his jaw. Many children beg their parents to get them a pet, like a cat or a dog or even a horse. Lots of kids who come up here want a horse for their very own. Shorty knelt down and petted Zack. Now, I see that you love Zack very much, Dee Dee, because you take very good care of him. But not all the children, and even some adults, take good care of their pets. They let them go hungry, and they don't make sure they have their shots. Or they might even take them to the pound to get rid of them. The shoebox kids cringed when they heard how some animals were treated. Shorty glanced at each one of them before continuing. Pets require a lot of attention and love, but all that extra work is worth it because it keeps them happy. That's why I clean out the horses' stalls. Why do you take care of Zack, Dee Dee? Because I know it keeps him healthy and happy, Dee Dee replied, and I love him. Exactly. Jenny walked toward the tools and picked out a shovel. I think I've changed my mind, she said. So have I, Willie agreed. Soon, all the shoebox kids were helping Shorty clean the horses' stalls while Apache, Magic, Angel, Smokey, Snowy, and Thunder stood around and watched. After the stalls were cleaned, the shoebox kids caught and saddled their horses. Dee Dee helped Jenny lift her saddle onto Magic's back, and then Jenny helped Dee Dee saddle Angel. By the time Dee Dee had put Angel's bridle on, everyone else was ready, too. Shorty was pleased. He walked around with a big smile on his face. My, but you kids sure learned quickly how to saddle your horses, and by helping each other, you were able to saddle up without my help. Dee Dee untied Zack and led him to Jenny. Will you lift Zack up to me after I get on Angel? Sure, Jenny said. Chris rode up beside Dee Dee a few minutes later. He patted his saddlebags. I've got the camera, he said. I think we're all set. Good, Dee Dee said. It looked like they were ready. After the shoebox kid said a prayer for safety, Shorty led out. He took a different trail than the one that went to Fern Falls. Dee Dee kept looking around to see if she could see anyone following. Maybe the kidnapper won't show up after all, Dee Dee thought. Two hours later, Shorty turned off the trail. The shoebox kids turned their horses and followed him. 
Suddenly, the trees opened up before them. Wow, a lake, Willie exclaimed when he saw the crystal blue water surrounded by tall pine trees. It's beautiful, Maria said as she stopped beside Willie. Shorty smiled. I'm glad you like it. After everyone else had tied up their horses and gone to the lake, Dee Dee pulled the camera out of Chris's saddlebags. Then she led Zack over to a shady spot under a bunch of pine trees and tied him up. Working fast, she placed the camera on a log and aimed it at Zack. Suddenly, Dee Dee heard a twig snap, and she ducked for cover behind the log. It won't do any good if the kidnapper sees the trap I'm making, she thought. When Dee Dee thought it was safe, she peeked over the edge of the log. All was clear. Hurriedly, she ran some string around the tree trunk so it was only an inch or so off the ground. Then she found a couple of pieces of wood and set them on each side of the camera so the string ran over the pieces of wood and over the top of the camera. She was almost finished. All she had left to do was lean a long stick of wood right over the camera button and rest it on top of the string. Now, when the kidnapper tried to kidnap Zack again, he would accidentally hit the string with his foot and break it. When the string broke, it would let the stick drop on top of the camera button and take a picture. There, Dee Dee said to herself, if anyone tries to kidnap Zack, I'll catch him on film. She smiled. It was the best trap she had ever made. Dee Dee didn't like the idea of using Zack to help spring her trap, but Zack was the only pet the kidnapper seemed interested in. She scratched Zack's ears. Don't worry, Zack. I'll be right over there by the lake watching you. Zack licked her hand as if he understood. You just let me know if anyone tries to kidnap you, okay? Dee Dee whispered before she left. Dee Dee walked to the lake and sat down on a rock where she could see her friends and Zack at the same time. Zack sniffed the ground a couple of times and then lay down. Dee Dee turned her head and watched Chris, Maria, Jenny, and Sammy see which one could skip stones the farthest. Willie sat on a log down by the lake with Shorty. Suddenly, Zack started yipping. Dee Dee jumped up. The kidnapper! The kidnapper! she yelled. Shorty was so startled he jumped off the ground as if he'd seen a snake. Where? he asked. Dee Dee pointed at Zack and took off running. In five long strides, Shorty passed her as if she were standing still. Then a bright light flashed in the shade where Zack was tied. What was that? Shorty yelled as he skidded to a stop, blinking his eyes. The kidnapper, Dee Dee replied when she caught up. No, I mean that flash of light. What was that? Dee Dee was so excited she was out of breath. Oh, that was a camera, she said between breaths. Now, what in the world is a camera doing out here in the middle of the fort? Oh, no, that's him. <laughs> now, what in the world is a camera doing out here in the middle of the forest? Dee Dee reached down and picked up the Polaroid camera with the picture sticking out its front. It was my trap to catch the kidnapper. The rest of the shoebox kids caught up and gathered around Dee Dee. Did your trap work, Dee Dee? Jenny asked. Did you get a picture of the kidnapper? Dee Dee's hands shook as she gently removed the picture from the camera. The little white rectangle was beginning to turn into a picture. Here it comes! Chris and Sammy squinted. Willie had his arms around Chris's and Sammy's necks. He cocked his head to one side to get a better look, but it didn't seem to help. All I can see is Shorty's stomach. Dee Dee's huge grin turned into a sour frown. I was sure we would have a picture of the kidnapper, she moaned. May I look at it? Shorty asked. Dee Dee shrugged and handed over the photograph. I guess it doesn't show anything. Shorty studied the photo for a long time before giving it back to Dee Dee. I'm sorry I got in the way. 
That's all right, Dee Dee said. I'm beginning to think trying to catch the kidnapper is a bad idea. The kidnapper just seems to be one step ahead of me all the time. Shorty clapped his hands together and rubbed them. Well, cowboys and cowgirls, it looks like it's time to start heading back. All of you be sure and tighten your horse's cinches before you climb aboard. Diddy put the camera in Chris's saddlebags. Before tightening Angel's cinch, she went back to where she had set her trap and looked around. After a careful search, she saw what she was looking for. It was the same hourglass shape in the dirt, just like she saw on the ground the two times Zack had disappeared and at the corrals when she had talked to Eagle Feather. Now she thought she knew where they came from. After Dee Dee got on Angel, Chris picked Zack up and handed him to her. Zack sat proudly in front of Dee Dee. Maria rode her horse up beside Dee Dee. When she saw Zack, she burst out laughing. After riding around on Angel, Zack won't want to walk on his own four feet anymore. Dee Dee scratched behind Zack's left ear. I think you're right, she agreed. After the shoebox kids had saddled up, they got into a line behind Shorty and filed onto the trail heading back to the cabins. Hey, Dee Dee, Sammy said. Dee Dee twisted around so she could look at Sammy, who was riding right behind her. What? Sorry your trap didn't work. It was a good idea, though. I sure wish it would have worked, Dee Dee sighed. Since I didn't catch the kidnapper this time, I'll have to keep a very close eye on Zack from now on. But not catching the kidnapper wasn't the worst thing the shoebox kids had to worry about. A bear was eating huckleberries right around the corner. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 10, Adventure on Wild Horse Mountain, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.